0: Minds different, and um, what works for one person might not work for another person, or it might work for one person at um, one moment but not another. Um, but yeah, certainly to overcome the fear of the pain, you have to get back to, to doing normal activities, and for me, definitely, um, because what I was doing before that started was um, fairly intense adventuring. I had to kind of push myself quite far to, to get back to that place and that did help a lot. And it was obviously a really wonderful feeling when, when I didn't have pain and I could enjoy myself again and uh, feel like I was having a proper adventure <laughs> instead of just a sufferfest.
1: and welcome to the Albacrosse podcast. This podcast series will follow our human power journey across Scotland, where we will explore different land management strategies and matters of inclusivity in the
2: Scottish outdoors. I'm Ilsa Beck, and I'm Nellie Wilson, and we are the creators of this passion project that stems from both our love of adventure and our interest in the intersections between social and environmental issues. Follow along as we explore interesting topics with interesting people. And check out our Instagram and Facebook, at the Alba for updates on our journey and how you can get involved.
1: So we're just in Alapul now. Uh, it's the start of the Alba Cross And we're very excited um, to be sharing this journey with you guys. So we've been off on Up Kinyag yesterday and we were on Ben Nevis the day before, exploring things with the John Murray Trust. And this will be our first podcast.
2: We're speaking to Thomas today about um, the effects of chronic pain on adventure and we're excited to hear what he has to add. Thomas has joined us for the first week of preparation for the trip and is hoping to join us for our first big cycling day um, from Ullipull to Ben A as well as our swim out to Al Martin. So um, it's lovely to have you and do you want to introduce yourself and a bit about how you got into adventure and your recent experiences with chronic pain.
0: Yeah, well thanks for asking me to do this. Um, My name's Thomas, I'm born and bred in Scotland.
2: Tell us a little bit about how you got into adventure and what you would say your main passions in the outdoors are.
0: Yeah, so I'd say I've always been a curious person uh, which I think leads leads a lot of us into the adventure life um, but my adventure life really started in earnest when I was about around fifteen or sixteen in my last couple years of high school, when a friend of mine who was in the scouts um asked me to to go on a few trips with him into the into the hills and the highlands and uh, we were totally unprepared and un-equipped uh, but somehow we survived and had a lot of fun. Um, and since then I've um. Met lots of other adventure buddies and um, got into things like hill walking and um, cycling, bikepacking.
1: You just got back from Iceland. How how was that trip? Um, what what was your favorite parts and did you go? Was it mainly biking you did or what what was what did you get up to in Iceland?
0: Yeah, so I I went over to Iceland at the end of May for for a very loosely planned three month trip I took my bike over and um, I just kind of made up as I went along and and met some cool people, some quite adventurous people who uh, were also very generous Uh, one of them took me on a glacier um, which was awesome (laughs) Um, I've never been in place it felt so alive. Wow. Um, yeah, you've never been on a glacier. Uh, yeah, you need to get yourself onto it. Highly <laughs> <Yeah, for, laughs> before, the before they melt away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <That's> <laughs> <laughs> exactly. yeah. Um, I also did a bit of exploring in the, the highlands of Iceland, um, and travel around hitchhiking and, uh, a fun festival and the Westman islands which you should also make a priority to go to uh, if you go to Iceland. um yeah it was a it was a very fun and satisfying trip. because um, you
1: yeah. had you planned that for a while and then you'd not been able to go or what because from your chronic <coughs> sorry from the back pain like I know did you you missed out on some things that you're disappointed on, so it was Iceland like this big like adventure that you were determined to just go on no matter what or...?
0: Yeah, so I first uh, booked to go to Iceland in early 2020 to cycle around the island and then the pandemic happened, I mm-hmm. was banning the works for that and then after postponing my fi- flights five more times, five. I finally got to go in May and I was still de- dealing with significant back pain at the time, so it was, it was a big thing to go over there. Um, I think it certainly accelerated my recovery because it pushed me outside my comfort zone in a very beneficial way. Um, yeah, it was uh, it was a very special experience. Um, it was the first big travelling uh, experience that I really felt I made the most of and um, mm. met a lot of really great people and made a lot of good connections um, and Iceland is just such a cool place <laughs> 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 it's, a paradise for adventure lovers
1: I met you a while back on our our first bike packing trip together on the Ard American Peninsula. Um, yeah, I got to know you a little bit there, but it would be nice to yeah, explore more about I kinda of knew a little bit about your mental health and your chronic back pain, um, when we were on the trip, but if you could tell the listeners a little bit about that as well.
0: Yeah, so um at the start of last year, I started to experience some weird pains in my back um, and at first they just came and went, I didn't think that much of them, but then they started to more frequently and eventually the, the pain was there all the time um, and after the traditional methods to treat it didn't work, I ended up discovering mind-body approach to chronic pain, um, which sees the pain not as um, the result of anything structurally wrong with the body, but instead the result of um, mental, emotional, cognitive processes in the brain. Um, So the way I understand it is that, pain can be perpetuated by a reaction to it. So um, what tends to happen for, for people with chronic pain is they begin to feel the pain when it's there, they, they worry about it continuing into the future and it prevents them from being, being able to do certain things. Um, and that fear can actually fuel the pain itself and you enter this vicious cycle where fear leads to pain and the pain leads to more fear and and on and on it goes until it, it, re- it can really ramp up you know, to, to no limit for some people. So, um, thankfully for me it was never um, debilitating, it was certainly challenging but um, I was never I was never bed bound by it. I, I kept um, doing what I enjoyed most, which was having adventures. I actually first sought help for my back pain after quite a few months of having it, um, just expecting it to go away on its own. And um, when I eventually did go to the doctor, they assumed that um, there was some mysterious structural problem in my back and therefore. Mm-hmm we should try out physical therapy, which is in the form of stretching and mm. strengthening exercises. And a few times it did seem to be working, but no, uh, then the next day it would be back.
1: I know you'd probably be pretty diligent in your physio exercises.
0: Yeah, not at first, <laughs> uh, but after I realised it wasn't going away with my um, sort of half-assed efforts. Uh, yeah, to, to do my homework, really. Um, but yeah, it was very demoralising when the answers that and uh, the doctors seemed to give weren't weren't working. And um, yeah, it was very scary when when it seemed like nobody knew what was wrong, and there didn't seem to be a way out.
2: When you first sought help, did you imagine it could be something emotional or did you also um, think that it would be something structural?
0: No, not at all. I had never really thought about the connection between the mind and the body before before all this happened. Um, I had read during my research into what causes the back pain, the, the stress that was involved, but it was always left as a kind of of course it idea. Might be <laughs> um, nobody said how you could use that knowledge to improve the situation.
2: So it wasn't mentioned when you went to the doctors, it wasn't an option, it um, wasn't considered a possible reason for your pain?
0: Yeah, there was no mention of it.
2: So you were left to do your own research and what did you find?
0: yeah I was so after a few months of just kind of putting up with it and being a bit dejected, I had a bad flare up and uh, I went looking for alternative solutions and came across um a back pain specialist who's no longer around but his name's John Sarno, um, I think anybody who's that was back then for a long time. Probably knows this person. So he he kind of popularized the idea that um, your emotional life can be connected to your your physical.
2: So would you say you have learnt most of what you um, understand now through reading, or have you also um, sought different types of tuition on your your problem?
0: I've. Yeah, mostly been reading and implementing um, the systems that other people have come up with for dealing with chronic pain, using a mind-body approach.
2: You also mentioned you've done some courses. What courses did you go on?
0: Well, I've done some online courses which um, are offered by people who have also gone through chronic pain and, and recovered from it. Um, they are very varied and have different approaches, but have the same um, ideas underpinning them, which is that uh, you, have to, you have to reduce the fear you have around your pain. So you can do that either by a kind of cognitive, cognitive behavioural therapy, where you're, mm, yeah. you're trying to change your mindset about the pain, or you can um, sort of go back to, to normal activity. Now I'm more focused on sort of mindfulness approach, which is allowing things just to be as they are, instead of um, sort of fighting against the pain mm. and trying to change it, mm. just simply allowing it to, to be there can change the reaction you have to over time I just want to
2: also excuse the noises in the background that's my dog (laughs) running through the kitchen and and the living room and jumping on the sofa and she wanted to be involved so (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and would you say that your adventures have now changed in any way now that you're feeling better and you've had probably a lot of time to, to think about what you want to be doing with your your body and how you want to use your fitness and your abilities. Do you feel like you've changed um, your perspective on trips and sports or is it much the same as it was?
0: Oh, absolutely. My, my gratitude for being able to to do any adventures whatsoever has just gone way up.
2: I've been with you a couple of days and I've heard you say how much you love Scotland about <laughs> seven times. So, yeah, it's nice to hear that you're back up and able to enjoy it in the ways you want to.
0: Yeah, I think with any major life challenge, you gain a new perspective.
1: Um, We'd like to take a break in the podcast just to uh, thank our music sponsors, State of SATA and Tom Spirals. Um, that's who you heard in our intro music and the tune
2: is Shadows of Neon if you want to look them up <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: and hopefully we can get some more tunes for you as the podcast series goes on if anyone wants to if anyone who's listening wants to submit then let us know on the Alpacross have you had any thought of what you'd like to do next um, in life really you, I know you've had a, a wee t- bit of time off just to focus on yourself are there any opportunities you've got on the horizon
0: yeah so um, there's there's not really enough people out, out there helping people with chronic pain in the way it needs to be treated um, so I would like to um, become a, a mind body therapist, someone who helps people with Um, these conditions um, and I'd also like to find a way to become more involved with the mental health uh, discussion and community at large Um, I think we're definitely not talking enough about it and there's so many tools out there that um, we're not really told about through <laughs> um the sort of channels that we should be told about them through like education for instance
1: i the dialogue is definitely sort of is changing for the good um I know from from growing up you wouldn't really well I, I wouldn't really speak about mental health much and then it's just kind of past uni in these last few years i've noticed a lot kind of more in the media and on instagram and things but you're right there's not like for the actual toolkits and strategies there's maybe not as much out there like people are talking about more about their mental health issues but then the solutions are it to it you know they're all individual um and you definitely have to kind of talk more to people who who know about this stuff Um, and it sounds like you you do know a fair amount having having gone through it like um that's how a lot of people who go into nursing and uh psychiatric nursing they they'll have had these experiences shared experiences and i think that's what's important um going forward like to yeah help help us all with our mental health what do you think nelly
2: yeah, even to have someone on the podcast speaking about a very specific type of, well, mental health issue and physical issue is really important because that way we're putting it out there and hopefully someone will be listening who who have been sitting on a back back pain for a few months thinking it's going to go away and might make them think about ways of starting to deal with it that are or a little bit... Um, more comprehensive.
0: Yeah, and if anybody listening is um, struggling with any unexplained uh, pains and aches, um, you can reach out, and I can provide some resources.
1: Yeah, where can where can they find
0: you? I guess you could reach out to the folk at uh, the Alba yeah, and and we can, can pass you, you on. in touch with
1: me. No, for sure, we can Absolutely. always we can always put your email and a bit more details in our show notes as well.
2: Cool. Thank <laughs> you for speaking to us on <laughs> the podcast, and yeah, we're looking forward to starting our project with you, and hopefully, a bit less painless than what you <laughs> experienced <laughs> before.
1: Um, yeah, we're uh, you can follow us along on. The Albacross on Instagram and Facebook will be, we'll be posting up our first few films um, quite soon.